0: Welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards.
1: And I'm Brittany Lysing. And And this this is Life Pairings. Pairings
0: because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. Get your stretchy pants ready. We're tucking into pounds of turkey, stuffing, potatoes, and lots and lots of gravy, as today's life pairing is Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving margaritas.
1: Ooh, this week we're discussing why we can't control (laughs) ourselves the night before we have to record. Mm -hmm. And the Dutch Prime Minister. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man twas a night.
0: Yes. You we each had our own different Thanksgivings.
1: We did. I spent uh mine out in Chilliwack and Carla's here in Vancouver. Yep. And then to, today we're together. You can tell because <laughs> our we can finally say it at the same time.
0: Yeah. And we've even gotten our new audio equipment working.
1: Yep. So this is
0: Hopefully this works and it's not a waste of an entire hour.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's uh it's honestly it's i'm very hungover yeah me too me i too. here's what happened carla mm. i spent it with a uh, uh having fun with a friend and then it, we didn't drink all day long yeah and then at nine thirty at night we were like quick it's because it's covid <laughs> go to the bar because yeah. it closes at 9 right so we rushed to the bar and they were like uh last call Because we just got there. Right. And they're like, you have an hour to drink it, but you can order as much as you want. Oh. So we're like, well, got three beers and a gin and tonic. (laughs) So we just had to pound like four drinks in an hour. Then we went home and then we're like on the piss because we was so quick. Yeah. We went from zero to hero. Nice. Also, I kept saying to him, I'm so full. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) We ate too much today. And then uh, that didn't stop me from pounding six more beers. So I don't know. know. That's all right. What did you do? Uh,
0: We did Thanksgiving here uh, for some friends. And then our carburetor broke. So that was about (laughs) two o'clock. So I got into the beer. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got into the wine. And then I decided to just keep drinking through the whole dinner. And the whole... Nobody else was really drinking except for me. But it made my life a little bit easier.
1: You know what? Sometimes... (laughs) Like, the person who's cooking and hosting always ends up pissed because they've been, like, <laughs> in a lot of stress all day long. Yeah. And then, you know, like, by the time it's ready to, like, serve the meal, well, you've had a few cocktails mm-hmm. to keep keep from killing people. And, <laughs> and then by the time it's 9 or 10 o'clock, you're like, whoops, the daisies. Yeah. Uh, what does Thanksgiving generally mean to you?
0: I love Thanksgiving. I usually go home to Calgary for it. Yeah. Um. My favorite thing to make that we always joke about is the 24-hour salad.
1: Yes, the 24-hour Which
0: is a fruit cocktail, various canned fruits, then mixed with marshmallows, and dream whip. So, you know, very salad-like.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the 24-hour salad or the ambrosia salad, mm-hmm. as some may call it. Our friend brought us one time i was hosting a dinner and I, I he said can we bring can i bring anything and i just like oh we will just bring an appetizer or something whatever in the middle
0: of the summer though this was a this was barbecue time
1: yeah we're outside and he's just like one of my favorite people in the world <laughs> we f- we are fake married to each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um this is a shout out to michael for uh, his <laughs> ambrosia salad that has like never stopped being funny <laughs> Because it was just such an odd item to bring. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, my favorite. Like, still, I think about it, it makes me giggle. And I I long for his love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about you? Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. You know why? It's not really a religious holiday. No. It's a no-pressure holiday. There's no gifts required. True, true. There's no, like, there's just, like, it's truly just this one holiday a year where the actual meaning of it is to get together with friends and be thankful. Yeah. Like that's all it means.
0: It's stressful to be cooking. That's the stressful thing. But yeah,
1: that's, that's... it's always like whoever has to host it is the stressful part. But the, it's just like, Christmas is like a forty three day event. Yeah, like the, if,
0: there's so much lead up to it and,
1: oh, and it's like presents and money and da, da da and you know, cooking is not cheap. Like if no. you put a whole dinner it's two or three hundred bucks really. Yeah. yeah. But it's like it's just like the the true meaning of it is just like, Hey, why don't you come over to my house and we eat and celebrate? And it's like, Oh, what are we celebrating? Or just being thankful for being alive. Yeah. It's like it's a like a genuine time, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think more so than yeah. I think I never thought about it that way.
1: So I just feel like it's it's nice. And you know what? I'm a, as a comedian, I'm on the road mm. so often, and oddly enough, I am in Vancouver <laughs> every year for Thanksgiving. Like, it's normally a holiday I like to celebrate with my family, but I've yeah. kind of taken pleasure in being on the road and being with uh, friends I don't typically get to be with on yeah. holidays. Yeah. So I've been like, uh, my friend Harry lives in Chilliwack, and for some reason, I've been there and like. The last, like, three Thanksgivings. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, hey, this is like a tradition. And he's like, I didn't even know you, I didn't even know you came. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know this was a thing at all. Aww. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's evolving to me. But it's always, yeah. it remains a genuine sort of time for celebration and to give thanks. And
0: Yeah, definitely. I am, um, I actually used to, because I lived when the, when we lived in the UK for, like, seven years. I used to do Canadian Thanksgiving every year
1: and what did they think of that oh
0: they loved it and then it became a thing where it was like 17 people and <laughs> i mean like this was i was still very poor and so you know we didn't have a we didn't have a dining room table so it was just people sitting on the floor everywhere and just getting sh- absolutely shit-faced for <laughs> and eating turkey and at one point i would sit on the floor during making the dinner and i'd have to get my friends to continue on (laughs) yeah like the (laughs)
1: stuffing needs to be taken out of that turkey's bum i can't do it (laughs) you know what though it's like i feel like that's exactly what it is though yeah like it it, it, there was nothing there was nothing expected of anybody yeah just show up because there's this one time a year where we're gonna like yeah and it's fun because it's like in britain they didn't even know no what thanksgiving is so it's like it's it's I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. And I like autumn. Like the last couple episodes we've been doing like fall Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I like everything about autumn.
0: I know. And so much pumpkin stuff. So much food stuff.
1: So much food stuff. (laughs) I'm going to have to go for a run.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or learn how to run again.
1: Also, I showed up here today at Carla's and she got me a cute necklace. Yay. And we all, we have matching matching necklaces. Yeah. Carla has a C. I have a B. And then our friend Chantel and Lena have a an L and a C. Yeah. Well, that was a nice gift. Thank you, Carla. Mm-hmm. I'll put I'll post our necklaces up on the.
0: I'm just it's because everybody's such a big fan of Shit's Creek and it's the, the <laughs> one that Alexis wears in the
1: show. Yeah, she wears the A, yeah. and then it's also just like uh, funny because she sings that song, <laughs> a little bit Alexis, and she has like the A. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. Nah. Okay, so I looked in the old uh, looked at the old psychology of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, Carla, good, yay, good. I always like to look when, when I like find a subject that I didn't think there'd be a lot. Like haircuts was one of those things right. where I was like, oh man, this is like a major impact, yeah. on uh, your psyche. But I was reading an article in psychology today, and they were talking about. You know, maybe not specifically the holiday, but just generally being thankful. Right. And how much that is, uh, changes your, uh, day to so, day. Like it's just, it creates happiness. You, the gratitude is just, it's, it's, what does it say? Gratitude has been defined as a life orientation towards positive. So it's no surprise that the gratitude is associated with an increase in happiness and lower rates. Uh, of depression so if you're just like generally a grateful person and you realize like every situation is like hey you know like a lot of people don't have this or i'm very grateful for my family or my friends then you're just no matter what's going on around you your happiness is gonna be elevated yeah Mm -hmm?
0: that makes sense that makes sense
1: um improved relationships people who express gratitude also tend to have characteristics or tendencies that promote relationships grateful people are more likely to take action to resolve conflicts and engage in helpful behavior they're Mm -hmm. all also more likely to have uh, low levels of narcissism and willingness to and a willingness to forgive so like right if you're just like self-aware yeah like and i think if you're a grateful person you are pretty self-aware because you're like well, you know, whatever, like...
0: I, this, Yeah, I, I'm grateful for the situation. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm not... grateful to
1: be in this relationship. I'm grateful mm-hmm. to have these friends. Like, it just... It, not a lot of narcissistic behavior... Right. ...pairs with being grateful. Yeah. Uh, elevated health. It suggests that you'll have elevated health. Stress and a lack of sleep are detrimental to our health, but sometimes feel like an unavoidable side effects from our... Feel like an unavoidable side effect from our busy lives. hmm So... If you're grateful, you're less stressed.
0: Right. You're not sitting up at night going like, what about this? What about this? What about this?
1: You're like, oh, I don't get this. I didn't get this promotion. I didn't get this. this. I don't make enough money. I don't have enough shit. Yeah. And then it's like, well, if you're just like happy, like, I mean, all these things just go hand in hand. So it's just, there's just like so many different things that just taking a time out of your day Mm -hmm. to be grateful it helps you in so many different ways in your life, and just like the holiday of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, it. The Americans really <laughs> theirs is different. Yeah, theirs is about. I mean, ours is not that different, but theirs is about coming in and they're like, "Hey, we're grateful for taking this land from somebody." Yeah, and ours was. Oh, so,
0: sort of ours was too. Was it?
1: <laughs> what. Cause I looked it up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not gonna. No, we can.
0: We this is an important conversation we should have.
1: Okay. So this is what I found from CanadianHistory.ca, which is this is could be. Yeah. No, no, I'm sure. As the story goes, in 1578, English explorer Martin Frobisher and his crew gave thanks and uh, and communion was observed, either on the land at Frobisher Bay, which would have been in present day Nunavut. Oh, okay. On board a ship anchored there. The explorers dined on salt beef. Ugh, that doesn't even sound... <laughs> it's not even salted beef. They're like, you want salt beef? <laughs> Biscuits, mushy peas. Oh mushy peas. And, and yes. gave thanks uh, through communion for their safe arrival in Newfoundland now accepted as the first canadian thanksgiving 43 years before the american thanksgiving
0: so i also read that too and i think that's not you know not disputed or anything um but is that a thanksgiving it's a bunch of white men that were trying to get through the northwest passage i mean i guess they're giving thanksgiving thanks they're just they were just
1: giving thanks that they made it yeah they they made it i think
0: they had a pretty rough trip
1: yeah i can't imagine they were white but that doesn't mean the <laughs> ship wasn't fucking scary as fuck yeah over.
0: <laughs> i think they ran into a lot of ice a lot of storms i think some of them got lost
1: yeah i think we forget that sometimes like the hating white guys right now <laughs> is like so trendy yeah that it's just like i know like there was a lot of bad dudes yeah but some people were just trying to get across an ocean <laughs> <laughs> And then they were thankful for it when they got here. And they didn't. It's not like they fucking cruised it and like killed a bear and like kicked a whale in the face. (laughs) They just are eating mushy peas and salt beef. Yeah. And they're being thankful for their friends and family and making it across the ocean. So that was that's where I read it started.
0: I've also got. Did you get the Samuel de Champlain thing? Did you see that? No. Okay. So.
1: Oh, yes, I did. Oh, okay. But tell me. Okay,
0: <laughs> this <laughs> is in 1606, still before the American Thanksgiving. Yes. Samuel de Champlain, who was living in New France, which is I think like Quebecy kind of area, okay-ish-ish, um, he was following the custom of the indigenous people because harvest festivals have been a thing for right. ever over here in Canada, um, in North America, and so he invited the uh, Micmac people. Micmac people. Micmac. Yep. Yeah um to have uh food and drink and to watch a play (laughs) (laughs) about how uh the god of neptune i think was so like congratulatory to these new colonists coming over and be like look you guys are great and then they had a bunch of people in the play being indigenous people and um being like thank you for coming
1: and Uh, maybe
0: our leaders so that's a little weird but and not great (laughs) and
1: and also just like so many things wrong so
0: many yes somewhat complicated so but um i think they sort of think the first thanksgiving in canada was november 6 1879
1: is what i've got eight Hmm. so. so we were before the Americans.
0: Well, they were in oh, 16, late 1600s is when they had that weird oh, right. <laughs> picnic, let's mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm.
1: But also the American Thanksgiving is tied in with like kind of their Christmas and Black Friday. And there's so much more commercialized. I
0: think I've always heard that Thanksgiving is bigger in America than Christmas.
1: It is because it's like Thanksgiving, it's like to do with the football mm-hmm. and then they're Black Friday. It's like yeah. Black Friday, then Thanksgiving, right?
0: No, Thanksgiving and then Black oh, Friday. Oh, that's right. Th-
1: Thanksgiving is on I mean, a Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. There, and then it Black Friday is on the Friday. So Did... everything that they say that they're thankful for, they go and just they're like we need big screen TVs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did someone write in and tell us is do you get the Friday off holiday? I think they do. So they get the Thursday and the Friday.
1: Yeah, they get Thursday, Friday. Okay. Whereas here, we're like, it's Monday is the holiday. Yeah. So And people just, like, everybody's family's different. Like, my family just usually celebrates whenever. Yeah. Usually the Sunday, I guess, if everybody's got the Monday off.
0: We used to always do Sunday because I used to be, when I was a dance teacher, I always had to work on Monday.
1: Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, we did ours last night, and you did your surf and turf, which is <laughs> not
1: Thanksgiving at all. Well, but do that's you know what? Right. We ha- works. It was funny because we had like Thanksgiving like stuff that we we're going to put together, like oh, yeah. potato salad. And like, I we were going to do a turkey pot pie, which I thought Ooh. was just a kind of simplified version of it. And then, uh, like, last minute, I was like, You want uh, turkey pot pie? And he was like, Does that have to go in the oven? <laughs> and I was like, Yes. And he's like, Let's just do steak. So, yeah. nice. <laughs> so nice. we kind of gave up on Thanksgiving that's traditional dinner. All right. Bill. I'm going to my cousin's who lives here, so I hope I hope I get leftovers at their place. Yeah, which will be good.
0: That's mostly what I love about Thanksgiving is the leftovers. Turkey buns. I get upset when I like go to somebody else's house because I'm like, what? What am I gonna eat for a week?
1: You're like, what is the do with the turkey bun? (laughs) You know,
0: send me home with food.
1: My mom always sends home with food. Like she'll send people home, and I'm always like, that's ours.
0: I know. That's what, I was like, if someone showed up and asked me for to take home some home, I'd be like, no, you cook it. You bring it. Then you can
1: take it. Then all. you can take it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you want to give me the history, Carla?
0: Yeah. So I decided obviously not to talk about the history of Thanksgiving because <laughs> it was very complicated. Right. Um, but while we're all sitting down to a nice fat turkey, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about a different kind of meal eating a politician.
1: <laughs> okay, let me tell let's hear it. <laughs> All
0: right. So this is the Dutch Republic in
1: uh, 1672. Okay. Sounds like a year where everybody's making totally rational decisions.
0: Well, they actually I think there it was the it was the 2020 of 16... 1672, they even have a name, like, uh, that, you know, it's it's bad time. <laughs> it was a bad year, not a good time. Uh, and what was going on was the Dutch Republic was super, super rich because they had a monopoly on trade in Southeast Asia. Like, if my memory serves correctly, I think even in Japan, like, they were the only ones that could deal with, that would deal with the Japanese. Oh, okay. The Japanese wouldn't deal with anybody else. Or they were the like, supposed,
1: they were like... Uh... Tied to the okay. Yeah. So oh, I was
0: making a making a keen fortune there. Um and they but then uh Holland is obviously surrounded by France, England, a lot of other places <laughs> that would like that money. Yeah. That trading money. So obviously war is gonna be a bit inevitable. And they had something called a stadholder, which was the formal head of the Dutch Republic. And it's usually held by the princes of orange, an elected monarchy. But in a little quarrel between Wilm the Second and officials, so that kinda got suspended for a bit. There was two different uh, groups that formed. There was the statists <laughs> who wanted a loose federation, decentralized government, and the Orangists who wanted the return of House of Orange and a centralized government. So they basically like monarchists versus Republicans. But
1: it is also kinda of fun that they're calling themselves the like they're like <laughs> They're like i am the prince of orange yeah it's like find a better name dude. we don't respect you yeah
0: and i don't know if it had anything to do with oranges being there
1: well the dutch is the dutch or everything is orange over there oh is it yeah like and that's their colors well
0: i guess maybe that's but did that come from the house of orange or did that what before like it's like Was orange he... as well isn't orange isn't the food named after the color or something is or it? not no, the color is named? I can't Yeah, remember.
1: chicken or the egg here, people. <laughs> 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 Write us in and tell us what the... Th- was. On. Yeah, was the orange named an orange and then we adopted the color? Or was it the fruit orange named after orange?
0: So without uh, this stadtholder, uh, Johanna... Jo- Johan? There we go. Johan. Johan. There we go. Johan. Johan. David was the uh, grand pensionary. So he became in charge. He was like the next biggest politician or leader, whatever guy. Um, and so he decided to put the focus on the Navy to protect all these trading assets, right? So make sure that the English don't... English and French don't fuck around with their yeah. monopoly on making money off... Right. ...of uh, other countries. <laughs> so it actually worked out pretty well. And uh, they had a war against England in 1665 that they won... So DeWitt decided, oh, cool, I got all this power. What am I going to do? He's going to create a law abolishing the office of the stadtholder. So no more House of Orange power. Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
1: House of Orange has <laughs> taken a, ter- <laughs> been a terrible crash.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so obviously, this is restricting the power of Wilhelm III. Mm-hmm. Now, we've all seen this in many, this is not an original story. It's happened in England. Yeah, happened in France, probably. France, Germany, 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 go well. Denmark, actually. yep.
1: Norway, <laughs> Kenya,
0: yep, Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with the Kenyan one.
1: I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just making up countries and saying that.
0: <laughs> so. France eventually decided, okay, we've had enough of this shit. Stop st- like, stop being so powerful and making all this money. It's not fair. Yeah. Uh, so they invaded Holland in 1672. The 2020 of the... I just figured out the root
1: cause of all wars. Just like one guy being like, He has more than I do. Yeah, he's
0: not being grateful or thankful.
1: Or thankful. And I think that we should also have that. Yeah. That's
0: it. That is basically it. It's, it's just grown. It's just
1: grown men being like, "We <laughs> want to talk to Japan too." Yeah, and they ignore us.
0: So the war went badly. Like they, because um, DeWitt De had uh, put all the money into the navy, the air was no money in the army. So when France invaded, like on the land, yeah, there's nobody there. Oh, yeah so they're just running around
1: they're just like hey wait a minute this is ours and then like nobody responds to them they're yes. like yeah you heard us <laughs>
0: <laughs> so everybody was pretty pissed at David and uh, they held him responsible for this uh, debilitated army and the embarrassment of Holland oh yes oh no <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, so they uh, they actually tried to kill him what yeah first that's the, that's the first step right
1: yeah they were just like hey you're dead now yeah he's like wait a minute <laughs> we that didn't seems even have harsh. a
0: conversation <laughs> so they tried to kill him he survived but he did resign from his job as the grand pensionary which i feel like you could i don't know maybe they asked a lot of times first right that wasn't the, maybe the first you know <laughs> thing yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, they didn't think that that was enough, though, just him retiring from his job. So, they um, arrested his brother, because apparently his brother uh, tried to kill um, Wilhelm III, Mr. Orange. Oh. Yeah. Probably not. They tortured him into
1: a confession. I hope I never get punished for my brother's sins.
0: (laughs) I know. I was like, what the heck did he do? (laughs) Poor guy. And so, yeah, they put him in jail, and DeWitt went to go visit his brother in prison. Okay. But a mob arrived, (gasps) and they pulled both of them, him and his brother, out into the street. Oh, my God. I know. And uh, so they were shot, and then the mob decided, no, 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 still not happy. Okay. So they stripped the bodies. They hung them up on a gibbet. Which I don't know what that is—a
1: gibbet or like a guillotine?
0: (laughs) No, like I think it's like, like a thing that you can hang people from, like their feet. I saw a picture. Oh, um, and they disemboweled them, (sighs) and then they roasted the entrails. Jesus! And handed it out to their friends to eat.
1: Oh my god! I'm looking at a gibbet right now online. <laughs> okay, I love that I'm still hung up—no <laughs> pun intended—on <laughs> gibbets. When you just said the word disembowel.
0: <laughs> I also was wondering what a gibbet was, and meant to look that up. Oh
1: my god!
0: Um, did you find out what it is?
1: Yeah, what's well, That's exactly what it is. It's just essentially like a. It looks. It looks like I don't know if it's to do with hanging hanging off their feet, but it's mm. it's like looks like. Just like a large place where you hang people, right? Here, like, did you see it?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that looks like a yeah, just a traditional hanging place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it looks like a traditional place where you hang people's yep. head.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Um, apparently, one guy even ate an eye. Oh, good grief! And an animals. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, the whole it's very confusing. It seems very much like going from zero to, like. 50,000 yeah very quickly um I mean they really really wanted him to be penalized and they really wanted him to be shamed um because they they you know were upset that he was taking power away from Willem the third and Willem the third didn't in theory do any of this and like didn't say anything but he let everybody go like there was no they weren't like no 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 eating people he was just like you're good
1: they're like, okay. Oh, you go. They're like, hey, I'm s- <laughs> we're all sorry that we <laughs> ate the Prime Minister. <laughs> I think now is a good time to remember that we are thankful yeah. for being here yeah. and for they're like like I just can't imagine the conversation like <laughs> ten years later, like, did we fucking I let them. That's like every time Trump does something and those, like doesn't get arrested. That's how I feel every yes. time. I'm just like, how? F- he's, he's still allowed to. What is going on? Uh, uh,
0: I don't. I've never been to Holland. You've been to Holland. Does it seem like a culture of eating people
1: <laughs> <laughs> or overreactors? Oh, uh, you. Oh my God. So this is like a fun uh, Holland story. I was in Amsterdam with uh, dear <laughs> dear friend of the podcast Lena Newman. Yeah. And uh, we were actually this was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen. We were it, there was the football matches were on, mm-hmm. and it was like the World Cup, and Holland oh. was playing against France, who is their number one rival. So the streets were all like decked out and everything was orange there. like literally it was like walking into an orange. like it was <laughs> everything was orange. That's their colors, you yeah. know. So then I walked we walked into a bar, we were watching this thing, and this lady, the France, scored a goal, and she was like, "Oh, ah, woohoo in the bar Uh-oh. And everybody was like, <laughs> everyone's head turned at the same time they're like take her out to the gibbet yo this old ass man and she was like an older woman like she was no she was no spring chicken and it's not like she was like an 18 year old being mouthy yeah she was like a lady in her like you know probably like 40s 50s and he walks he gets off his bar stool. he like manhandles her like he Ooh. he like Pulls her off her chair. Yeah. Walks her to the door of the tavern or the yeah. bar. And he opens the door. He bends her over <gasps> and kicks her in the ass right <laughs> out, right out into, <laughs> right out into the street. Fuck. I have never seen somebody being kicked in the ass before. Like it was such a cartoonish, like a like aside from like Uncle Phil throwing Jazzy Jeff <laughs> yeah, out the yeah, fucking yeah. window, I have never seen somebody be kicked before i don't think i've ever seen somebody be kicked before no and he like yeah he like marched <laughs> her to the door like a child yeah and then just bent her over give her a oh. swift kick in the arse out the front door and she literally like because she kind of jumped out yeah as he kicked her so it looked oh like God. he just <laughs> and she landed and he goes and then he just slammed the door and everybody cheered
0: <laughs> sounds like she got off lightly she could have gotten a little disemboweled and
1: yeah, yeah. you know what, now, <laughs> now that I'm learning about the Dutch, she could have been du- disemboweled and hung on a gibbet.
0: Yeah. Um, I got a lot of this information from a really good um, uh, YouTube channel video thing uh, called History Matters, the time the Dutch ate their prime minister. <laughs> so I would check that out. It's pretty funny. It's like a little animated thing as well.
1: That's fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. So
0: when you're thinking of eating turkey, just... Be thankful it's Turkey and not Prime Minister and Trails.
1: Yeah. I want to tell you a secret, Carla. Mm -hmm. Right up until right now, I forgot to (laughs) do the the news story. Okay. Okay, but let me just see if I can find something wild. How about a deep frying turducken or something Mm. accident? (laughs) That came up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is fun. Okay, I'm just going to read this article. All right. Okay. Okay, the Americans sometimes give us so much. <laughs> they they give us so much gift. This is from the Atlantic. I found this article, and uh, it, the article is called "Understanding America Through Deep Fried Turkey Accidents," <laughs> <laughs> which I think just, just paints a picture. Yeah, today, deep fried food is almost as American as apple pie, which incidentally can be dunked into a vat of oil and emerged with a greasy, crunchy coating, alongside or along with. Almost any kind of food. So it's no surprise that for some, deep frying a turkey is a Thanksgiving tradition. That tradition can be a risky one. <laughs> Each year, deep frying large birds backfires for dozens of Americans. Oh. For the last seven years, Texas has led the country in the most grease and cooking related insurance <laughs> claims on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's With... a call you don't want to make to your insurance broker. <laughs> so, um. We, burnt we down. We were the... doing this thing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> They're like, oh, your carburetor broke? No, no. Oven? Been... No, no.
1: Burnt down the house? He's close. <laughs> Block? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, the. It leads the country in cooking and grease-related insurance claim, or sorry, grease and cooking-related insurance claims on Thanksgiving Day, with 38, according to insurance companies. State Farm, the runner-up is Illinois with 27 reports on Thanksgiving Day. More cooking fires occur on Thanksgiving Day than any other day of the year. Oh. According to State Farm data, more than a third start in a garage or a patio. Each year, fire departments respond to more than a thousand fires related to deep fryers. These blazes cause more than $15 million in property damage annually, not to mention serious burn injuries. Most deep frying mishaps are preventable. This year, State Farm... Enlisted duck dynasties, heavily bearded. (laughs) Cy and Jace Robertson experienced duck hunters to outline in a video some safety tips for properly cooking turkeys in tubs of oil. Oh, this just gets more American with every word. (laughs) Last year, the honor went to William Shatner. Um, Yeah, hang on a minute and you'll think before you fry, goes the motto. The... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> who's a fucking writing marketing genius hang on a minute and think before
0: I fry. <laughs> fry.
1: Oh. oh my God. Uh, the tenants of a deep frying thaw the bird completely cook outdoors and away from anything flammable. Do not leave the appliance, uh, unattended while Turkey, the Turkey is frying. Thankfully, the rate of frying accidents is cooling down. Cooking fire claims declined from 66 in 2010 to 29 in 2012 and it doesn't give a recent stat but that's um you know what happens mm. as if the bird is frozen right. at all yeah and you put it in hot oil yeah, it literally starts an immediate fire
0: oh really yeah
1: it's like and it's like an explosion almost oh god because i think it's like the wet i think water and oil don't mix mix as
0: the as, saying goes. as
1: the <laughs> As one would say. <laughs> but no, it's like when it's hot and cool temperatures like that, it creates like an explosion. Right. Oh, my God.
0: So and Can you imagine doing that on a patio, let alone just like in your backyard? Yeah.
1: So you'd burn you, it down the whole You'd burn down the whole house. Jesus. Oh, my God. That last that. minute story was maybe the best <laughs> news story I've had in months. This is how I should do the news story every time. <laughs> it's just like last minute look it up with like keywords that you think would yeah. be too absurd to happen. <laughs> Mm. oh my god
0: which leads us to our Our drink drink. oh we found a fun one i know this is pretty yummy and really nice on the hangover i think
1: i gotta say like being hungover like you need a hair to the dog you do and it's just science you need to and a little
0: juice and this has got apple juice in it
1: yeah and this has made us feel pretty good so this is the thanksgiving margarita yes carla found this on pinterest
0: correct yes i love pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so here is that the recipe and this serves uh two and there's six ingredients two teaspoons of lime juice two teaspoons of maple syrup and then it specifies pure yeah so we- i
0: actually had to go get pure maple syrup but not aunt,
1: Jemima's. aunt jemima and you want to know something <laughs> maple syrup is expensive it, it was like eight dollars for a tiny tiny little thing <laughs> And then you need orange, ex- two teaspoons of orange extract.
0: Which I did not have, so we did not do that part. We did not
1: put that in there. One and a half cups of apple juice, and then four ounces of tequila, and three ounces of triple sec. Yeah. It was really good. It's nice. It's like, it tastes like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I
0: love apple juice just in general, and this is just a little bit, it's got that little kick of the the uh, tequila, which is nice. Yeah.
1: Like, I wouldn't normally, like, think to make a margarita or a cocktail with apple juice. No. And I love apple juice, too. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how I'm a little <laughs> obsessed with it. Um, This is really nice. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, some of these fun ones that we kind of just look up to, like, match a holiday or something yeah. like this. It's not your typical cocktail or drink, but this is really fun.
0: Yeah. I was a little worried with all the different things going in there. Yeah. Especially the apple juice, but and you actually can use um, apple cider as another one if you want to, or I'll boozy it up. Ooh, really? Yeah, that's nice. I know. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, like this is. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah. I. It tastes like Thanksgiving yeah. in a. It uh, just like in one sip. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the pumpkin spice latte of margaritas. <laughs> yes. Is it not? Yes. Everything's right. Nothing's yeah. wrong. Um. Yeah. Yum 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 yum. Do you have any interesting facts, Carla? Uh, Yes,
0: I do. So apparently the tradition of eating turkey came from the English custom of eating a large goose for Mm. special meals. Like, you know, in um, the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol, which I believe is a uh, classic novel with Muppets. Uh, Kermit really, Kermit, mini Kermit.
1: Baby Kermit. Baby
0: Kermit really (laughs) wanted a goose for dinner, I believe. Okay. So... That's what I'm basing all of history on.
1: <laughs> it's the Muppets Christmas <laughs> special. That's what I base these Thanksgiving turkey facts
0: Yeah. And I guess turkey is native to North America, so rather than a goose, you do a turkey. Is it native to North America? I don't know. I wanted to look that up later, and then I just...
1: I bet it is. Yeah. It's, you know, it is like a weird fat bird.
0: It is. Um. is. Let's see. What else have I got here? So the actual modern turkey squash pumpkin dinner became popular in Nova Scotia first. Yep, the tracks. So that was in 1750 and then kind of became common in the rest of Canada in the 1870s. And it officially became a holiday in 1957 because before that they were just like jumping from day to day. Like sometimes it would be in November, sometimes it would be on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this oh that's funny that that's very canadian too just be like ah just just."
0: whenever you get the turkey listen
1: fellas (laughs) if you can fire up a squash dinner have your aunts and uncles over and give thanks that's it squash Mm. is another squash and potatoes and that kind of thing are all things that grow very well in canada because they don't need a super warm climate to grow
0: yeah and our harvest season is earlier than america so if that's why it is sort of apparently in October is that our harvest our harvest festivals or anything like that would be earlier than in America because by the time you get to November that's middle of winter
1: yeah that's you're like you would be tromping through the snow to get to the thanksgiving dinner and it's yeah. not supposed to be what it looks like no. so <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome yeah those are the interesting facts those
0: are the interesting facts you
1: guys well first and foremost happy thanksgiving yes
0: happy thanksgiving
1: we have had one we got to spend it together so that always makes us happy mm-hmm. and uh we hope you had a great time and we'll catch you next week we do this every thursday and what we'd love for you to do is if you have a chance <laughs> head over to podcast com, and uh, check out what we have to offer. There's lots of there's there's all kinds of personal details on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carla's got her uh, her books that she's releasing.
0: Brittany's got her tour schedule up there. Yep,
1: Carla did my tour schedule the other day, <laughs> and uh, we have all kinds of information about us. A special feature is the Patreon, where you can go. If in the top right corner there's a button, it says Patreon, and if you click on it, it takes you to what's that, Carla? Patreon! Bonus Feature Central, right. baby! Right. Yeah, that's probably right. No. <laughs> <laughs> making up words. Yeah. But yeah, there's all kinds of bonus uh, features. There's extra episodes, mm-hmm. uh, bonus content. We There's Q&As uh, that we'd love to start doing. we got to build up our Patreon. Uh,
0: yeah, join it so you can listen to... There's an episode about bonfires, which we get very, very drunk yeah. and record an episode. And one where we drink a ancient... Uh, what was the crunk made of
1: crunk oh molasses
0: molasses beer yep mm-hmm.
1: and talk about museums so there's all kind of yeah. stuff and then there's uh get to know us a little bit yeah. and all kinds of fun stuff currently we have two patreons so if you'd like yes. to be the third what's holding you back yeah
0: <laughs> we'll, well shout out to our patrons lena, Chelsea
1: and lena. my sister <laughs> and our best friend no 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 we don't know them we don't know them <laughs> Uh, and that just helps us <laughs> to uh, find a lot of the the, the equipment and, and the stuff you need to keep a podcast sounding fresh. Yeah. So uh, we thank you guys so much. Please listen, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And we'll catch you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. Mouse.